Hello, welcome to York Street. We hope that this sermon will be an inspiring and impactful one, just what you need at this time. For any of our sermon-based studies, please head to our website at www.yorkstreet.com.ae. So grab a cuppa, grab your notebook, whatever you need, and we hope that you enjoy the sermon. Today is Compassion Sunday. We have uh, Matthew from Compassion Australia with us, who's going to share the message um, as we, we look at what a new partnership can look like as a, a local church community here at York Street with Compassion Australia. Before Matthew comes up and shares, I'd love to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to partner as, as a local church with an incredible organisation. We thank you for the gifts that Matthew brings and his incredible team of volunteers today. We thank you for the words that you will give Matthew and that, that they will stir us into action. That as a local church, we, we continue to reach out to those people around us. That we will continue to be your hands and feet, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Poverty is complex and widespread. Poverty is complex and widespread. It devastates communities, families, and those most vulnerable, children. But in the midst of great poverty, God provides the local church. A church is a family, a community, reaching out to their neighbours, to children. God brings his hope and love to people of all nations through his church. But to reach out to children and families living in poverty, a church sometimes needs a partner. That's where Compassion comes in. Compassion works in partnership with local churches in more than 26 developing countries around the globe. Our goal is to see children released from poverty in Jesus' name through the love and practical support of their local church. Compassion is Christ-centred, child-focused and church-based. We believe that addressing poverty in all its complexity and difficulty means showing children and their mums and dads that God loves them and sent Jesus for them. We believe through the gospel message and the love of Jesus, children can be truly released from the four forms of poverty, spiritual, socio-emotional, physical and economic. With the commitment of the local church and the power of God, our strategic programs have seen more than a million children released from poverty since 1952. All around the world, local people, highly trained, dedicated staff, local experts like doctors and teachers, passionate volunteers from the local church are building relationships with children, encouraging them, improving their access to medical care, clean water, nutritional support, and an education at a local school, showing them a different path, a path that will lead them out of poverty and into a new hope. From the womb to the workforce, compassion helps in the long-term development of children. Because focusing on children is a powerful and effective way to spread wider change through families and communities. So how does it work? The Child Sponsorship Program is the core of Compassion's ministry. It connects one sponsor with one child living in poverty, providing healthcare and education, as well as encouragement and prayer. Critical Needs builds upon the foundation of the Child Sponsorship Program by providing additional support for things like clean water, emergency care, disaster relief, pre- and postnatal care, and vocational training. Together, these programs help around 7,000 local churches meet the needs of children in their communities. From Bangladesh to Burkina Faso, from Ethiopia to El Salvador, local people are creating local solutions to the problem of poverty. And in all of those communities and churches, one thing stays the same. Our partnerships are built on integrity, trust and accountability. So who is Compassion? 
Together we're 1.7 million children, babies, mums and students, and a million more graduates. We're hundreds of thousands of supporters and sponsors. We're passionate child advocates. We're mums and dads. We're businesses. We're community groups and churches. We're a community, a family that stretches across continents. We're united in heart, one in spirit, convinced that Christ and His church all over the world can work mighty wonders in the face of extreme poverty. We are Compassion, and we're releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. Good morning, church. Greeting in the name of Jesus. Um, and of course, those watching online, welcome. If you're watching at home or in your car or in your camping, your camp, I'm not sure where you are, but just want to welcome you. Thanks for tuning in this morning. And my name is Matthew. I'm from Compassion, Australia. It's so good to be uh, with all of you this morning. It's such a beautiful weekend here, and I'm blessed to be here. And, uh, and Thank you, Tim and Anthony and the whole leadership team for having compassion here with you guys this weekend. And let me introduce myself a little bit. I have been in the full-time ministry for the last 13 years now and started in Malaysia as a pastor and missionary. And I went to New Zealand to study Bible college. And I moved here to Melbourne about almost five years ago. So my wife is here with me, Leanne, and, and I, when I first moved here, I was uh, part of a church plant, associate pastor in the church, and the last three years, I've been working with Compassion. So what I do is I, I speak in churches a lot, in, especially in Victoria, to see how the churches here can be a blessing to the body of Christ in the na- different nations of the world. So uh, thank you for having us here. How about let us pray before uh, we go into the Word of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today that, that you have called us here this morning. And uh, we can be anywhere else, but we choose to be in the house of the Lord. And as your word said, that um, it's, it's better to be a gatekeeper of the house, of, uh, to be the, in the house of the Lord than thousand elsewhere. So I thank you for those that are tuning in, wherever they are, and those that are in this room. I pray that God, you will open our hearts to receive your word and the word of God will be a seed that will bear fruit 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold so that we can bring your message, the gospel, to the ends of the world and to those who do not know you. So I pray, Holy Spirit, today that you will speak to hearts and move us into compassion and into action to see your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. And everyone say Amen, amen, amen. So today is Compassion Sunday. It's also part of a series of hands and feet of Jesus. You see, what I want to remind all of us is that 2,000 years ago, Jesus said this word to us in Matthew 24. Um, there will be scripture on the screen, I believe. So in Matthew 24, Jesus gave us a glimpse of what will happen in the end time. And it, I want to read to you from verse 6, Jesus' day, that you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Is it not what we are hearing right now? Can you see, Jesus had prepared us that we, this thing will come to pass. But what, what did Jesus say? See that you are not troubled. So when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be troubled. 
Can you say, what? Because why? Jesus said, these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Verse 7, for nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine, pestilence, COVID-19, Omnicon, Subticon, whatever con is coming. And Jesus said, this will come in various places. But these are only the beginning of sorrow. Of course, they will kill you. They will deliver you to tribulation. They will kill you. And many will be offended and betray one another, hate one another. There will be false prophets rise up. There will be lawlessness abound. And many will grow cold. And verse 13, He who endures to the end shall be saved. Verse 14, And this gospel of the kingdom must be preached into all nations and the end will come. You see, in the midst of chaos, trouble, famine, death, pestilence, earthquake, flood, first of all, Jesus reminds us not to be troubled. And I want to remind all of us not to be troubled. Why? Because we need to shift our attention to to the gospel of the kingdom. In verse 14, Jesus said, in the midst of all of that, he promised us that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached or spread into all nations before the end. So to this morning, I want to remind us to put aside all the things that you are hearing from the news. To tune, tune it off. Whether it's physically or spiritually, mentally, just tune it off and tune into the gospel of the kingdom. And God wants us to focus this morning on the gospel of the kingdom to be spread to the other nations. Amen? And go with me to Luke chapter 4. Yes, I love, I love that someone is saying amen. Yes, Luke 4, 18. And uh, yeah, just feel free to, 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 ask, to give me feedback. So I love that. So Luke 4, 18. You see, Jesus said here in Luke 4, 18, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the hope brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. I call this the Jesus mission statement. In the context of this scripture, Jesus just came out of the wilderness, 40 days and 40 nights, and he went to a synagogue, just like this, a church. He opened up Isaiah 61, the Bible, because that's the only Bible they have then. They open up Isaiah 60, he op, Jesus opened up Isaiah 61 and he began to read the prophecy. So this prophecy is from Isaiah 61. And Jesus began to read this passage and he said, today this is fulfilled in your hearing. That means that Jesus came to fulfill this. This is why Jesus was sent. What is that? First of all, it's to bring good news to the poor. So first of all, I want to remind all of us to be the carrier of good news, not bad news, because we have enough on the TV, right? We have enough on the social media. So I want to remind us that we as Christians is to bring good news to people, to bring good news to those around us. Not only that, what, to, what did the Bible say here? To heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom, to set people free. 
And this is what we are called to do. If you are to be the hands and feet of Jesus, you need to know what Jesus is about. If not, how do you know how to be the hands and feet of Jesus? Because you know what? We all of us are the extension of Jesus. Jesus is no longer here on earth physically. You and I, amen, are the body of Christ. Amen. Jesus is the head. So we have to continue. What you read here, Jesus started that work and now we are to continue that work to the end of the age. Amen. Go with me to Matthew 28. I believe you were here last week, you heard from Anthony talking about the Great Commission, which is going and doing the commission. You see, in Matthew 28, verse 18, um, let me read from verse 18 again. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you even to the end of the age. This is the great commission given by Jesus before he went back to heaven. You know, we read in Luke 4, he said those words in Luke chapter 4 at the beginning of his ministry. So when he finished up his three years and three and a half years of ministry, he said these final words to his disciples, which is to us, before he went back up to remind us again, because sometimes we need to be reminded what we are supposed to do as Christians, right? And, and that's why I want to read this passage again, because the Great Commission is not a great suggestion. What's the difference? Because many of us as Christians, we think that this is, sounds good for a pastor to do it. This sounds good for those that are paid by the church of a missionary. But for me, I'm just a Christian. Am I supposed to do this? Yes. Because this, this commission is for anyone that call Jesus Lord and Savior. Amen? Which is all of us, the body of Christ. And I want to encourage everyone in this room, no matter how young you are, whether you are a kid, you are you are youth, or whether you are, no matter how old you are, you can be part of this great commission. And I often mention this. You see, look, verse 19, the word says, go, therefore. You see, do you know what's the Greek meaning of go in this passage? In the Greek word, it means go. <laughs> Literally, just Depart. Take one step. Take that action. That's the Greek word. You want to really understand what does this scripture really mean? It means take action. The Great Commission would not be fulfilled by thinking or by talking. It's by taking action, by taking one step. Departing from where you are. So my prayer for all of us this morning, no matter what situation you came in this morning, do not stay where you are. Take that one step into the call of God in your life because God has a call for each one of you, not just for those on the stage, not just for those singing, 
preaching for every single one of you. Amen? So let me encourage you that you are to make disciples of all nations. And you can do that. And every one of you can be part of it, no matter how insignificant you feel you are. You can be part of the Great Commission. You don't need millions of dollars in your bank. You don't need a master in anything. You just need the love and the obedience to the word of Jesus. Amen? Amen? So go with me to Matthew 25. You see, in Matthew 25, surprising actually, I just realized all the scripture I'm reading to you is from the mouth of Jesus. So, because we are to be, to knowing what Jesus is all about. And Matthew 25, Jesus gave us a glimpse of what will happen when we see him. How many of you here want to know um, like your final exam at questions before you take the exam? Is that, is that a good thing for those that in uni right now? It's like your lecturer is telling you, you know what, I give you all the questions so that you are prepared for the exam. And this is exactly, I believe, what Jesus is doing here. He is giving us that picture of what will happen when we come to him, when we see him, because all of us will see Jesus one day. See, and in verse 31, Matthew 25, uh, let me read verse 31. Jesus said in verse 31, when the Son of Man, which is Jesus, come in his glory, all the holy angels with him, he will sit on the throne of his glory, all the nations will be gathered before him. He will separate one from the another. He will divide the sheep from the goats, he will set, and the king will say those on his right hand, Come you, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For when I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, you gave me drink. I was stranger. This is what Jesus said. You took me in. I was naked. You clothed me. I was sick. You came to me. I was in prison. You came to me. And the righteous will answer Jesus and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you thirsty? And we see you naked and clothe you and feed you and give you drinks? And Jesus said to those on the right hand, which is the sheep and the righteous, I say to you, in as much as you did it to the one of the least of my brothers and sisters in my name, you did it to me. Let me suggest to you that mission is not just about helping the poor. Mission is actually ministering to Jesus. When we minister to the poor, when we help the poor, when we serve the needy, we're actually doing unto Jesus. Unto Him. That's why Jesus said that as long as you did it to the least of this, you did it to me. He did not say you did it to the child or did it to the person that needs healing. You did it to me. So the motivation for our, for, to be involved with the Great Commission and mission is actually is, is an opportunity to minister to Jesus himself. So today you, you will have the opportunity to minister to Jesus by sponsoring children that are living in extreme poverty today. You see, I love the vision of York Street, which is 
I will say it again. York Street is a large church that values family and reaches community beyond these walls, beyond here. And the mission of York Street is to lead people to Jesus, to disciple them so that they can also equip others and disciple others. I want to say thank you for those have been partnering with Compassion for years. I heard, this morning, I heard some stories that, that one of the families said, we have been sponsoring this family from the 80s. Wow, 30, 40 years. This is older than me. You know, like, and, and I just want to say thank you. And let me encourage all of you as York Street that currently there are already 84 children sponsored through York Street. And 280-plus letters were sent in the last 12 months. The last 12 months, six months, we were in lockdown. And, and you guys are making disciples, writing letters, praying, reaching out to the community beyond your own. And not only that, there are about 300 family members of the sponsored children have come to know the gospel of Christ because of the sponsored children. Hallelujah. Let's give God a big clap. You see, I just want to encourage all of us. God has started a good work in York Street, and He will continue that good work. And that's why team and, and the whole leadership team, we were having this conversation about how we can bring some strategic focus going forward with this partnership. So today, all the children you see today and the next few weeks will be from the same region in Indonesia. And so that the, the beauty of that is that when you do it as a church together in the same region, when we do a mission trip, we all can go, literally go and visit the families. And Indonesia is just not too far away. And just for some of those who do not know where is Indonesia, it's just actually our neighbor. <laughs> Indonesia is a neighbor for Australia. And we're going to go and visit the sponsored children together as a church family and also to visit the pastors and the churches. And not only that, there are other churches in Bararat are jumping on board with this partnership. So it's like the whole region in Bararat is impacting a region in Indonesia. How exciting. Amen? And it is only cost us $1.60 a day to sponsor a child, which is less than a cup of coffee. I, I bought a coffee this morning, I think $4. But to sponsor a child is $1.60 a day, which is about $48 a month. And it's tax deductible. With that sponsorship, you give the child like clean water, food to eat, through the local churches, medical checkup, clothing to wear. But not only that, every sponsored children will hear the gospel and be discipled by the churches in the nations. And every child sponsored, we have seen average four family members come to know Jesus. So when you sponsor a child or three few children together, you are creating a repack effect of salvation, discipleship, transformation in the community. Hallelujah. So not only that, when you sponsor children, you also can write letters to them. So I've been talking about this a lot in many churches that when you sponsor children, you can write letters and you know what? Some of you say, man, I can't go to the nations. I can't go on the mission field. But you know what? You can still, you can still make disciples through your letter writing. You can write to them. 
put scripture in it, put prayer, encourage them, disciple that child, that youth in the nations. So now I'm, I'm going to show you a story from Indonesia. It's a story of this girl that had been waiting for a sponsor for 18 months. Let me tell you, with the COVID-19, we never seen that many children in our ministry waiting for a sponsor because of the last two years. No conferences, no concert, no, no church services. And so I want to show you this, uh, just this video to give you a, an idea of what happened when they found out their sponsor. So today you can sponsor a child or even sponsor multiple children as a family. We have families that do it when they have you know, few kids. They, they all the children sponsor and the right to the, those that are the same age. You can even sponsor as a business. And my wife and I, we, we started with one kid sponsored, and, and now we have a dozen children that we sponsor by the grace of God. And if you're already sponsored with compassion, will you consider to add another child to be part of your family? So what we're going to do right now so if you see one of these child profile around you, just grab them. We're going to pray for these children today. It should be in front of you or beside you or behind you. This, every child profile represents a child waiting right now. As of today, there are still about 250 children reserved for York Street. And I want us to pray for them. As we pray, and I believe God will speak to you and God will lead you to do what you are called to do. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for these children. They're waiting for a sponsor, waiting for a miracle. So today, right now, we say we want to pray for them that God, you will come and show your love to them through us. Your love will not just be in words. Your love will be in action that, that these children will know that God, you are there for them. So I pray in this time of challenging time that they will have the grace to continue to trust you, to have faith. Even for the churches that we are partnering in Indonesia, they will continue the work that you have started in them and through them. So I pray as we pray for these children today, God, that you will use us to bring good news to these children, whether it's one child, whether it's five or 10 or 50 or a whole village, God, use us to be a blessing to the family beyond, to the families that are beyond our own here in this church. So I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everyone say, Amen, Amen, Amen. So this trip, what you can do with the profile is that you can scan the QR code to sponsor children or you can just take this profile to the stand. You will see people wearing blue t-shirt and myself, my team and I are there to help you with any requests you have. And, and even for those that are watching online, you can head to the church website right now. There will be a link there or there will be a QR code right now. You can scan that. You can sponsor through that link. Um, there are 50 children, not mistaken, about 48 children on that link right now. You can scan and go to the website to sponsor children. If not, just come to the church because this profile will be with the church for the next few weeks until they go back into the global waiting list. So, and please, uh, just a reminder, please do not take the child profile home because when you take it home without sponsoring them, they are 
they, they will be, uh, no one can sponsor them for the next four weeks. So if you take home, let us know if you take it home. If not, just come and chat to us, bring the profile. If you have any other special requests, special question that you want to ask, please come and see us at the stand. And on top of that, if you see on the cafeteria side, there will be a letter writing table. So you can actually write letters today to, this, to the sponsored children. So there'll be a letter writing on the cafeteria. We can take pictures and um, yeah, feel free to check out the table and you can write letters today and we can send it for you on behalf of all the church tomorrow. And yes, and just uh, for information that there will be a, a virtual experience, virtual mission trip experience for the 6 p.m. service. So if you want to experience some fun virtual experience, please come to 6 p.m. service. But if not, we would love to chat with you and see you um, at the four year. So thank you very much for listening. Uh, God bless everyone. We'll pass this time back to the team.